The advice provided by our parenting experts are not intended or implied as a substitute for professional medical advice nor for medical diagnosis or treatment. Your reliance on the information provided by the experts is at your own risk. Depending on individual and personal facts and circumstances, your medical doctor's recommendation on treatment and management may vary. Please continue to consult your own healthcare professional. Hello, everybody. Welcome, welcome. This is another episode of the Parenting Podcast, Real Parents Facing Modern Problems Together. My name is Jelly Victor. And I'm JC Alelis. This podcast is brought to us by Wyeth Nutrition Parent Team, and we're powered by Podcast Network Asia. JC, I hope you can hear the excitement in my voice because I am looking forward to today's guest. Not only is she someone who truly understands the struggle of what it's like to be a very busy mom, I am excited to find out how she's been doing because I haven't seen her in quite a while. I usually come across her during events and we don't get to chat for as long as I would have wanted because she is busy, busy moving. Busy, busy, Super moving from one event to another and then work and taking care of the kids. I want to hear how she does it all. You know, some people move so fast that it actually took this pandemic to slow them down. And That's so now true. so now we've got her all to ourselves. We're so fortunate to have uh, this guest with us today. And just to let you guys know who she is, she's a former magazine fashion editor. She's a producer and a freelance fashion stylist. All this while being a hands-on mom to her two school-aged kids. See, I did not know any of this about her. I just know her as this really lovely lady who has the friendliest aura and energy about her. But you know, one thing is for sure, JC, she is definitely a modern mom and she makes motherhood look so relaxed, easy, and I would just like to add stylish. Like, oh, yeah. I, I dapat palaga niya ng itsura ko pag mom. <laughs> In fact, I am excited to learn from today's conversation with her, particularly on what she has to say about parenting in the digital age. Because uh-huh. she's very much present digitally, I've noticed. So, of course, we will also learn styling tips from her for all the mommies out there and the daddies too. Why not? So, I'm sure you're as excited as we are to listen to our guests. And with that, we're not going to keep you waiting. Welcome to Episode 9. This is Digital Age Parenting with Bianca Santiago Reynoso. Marriage. Time plays a very important role. So I'm here today to challenge anyone who's married with kids or going to go down that path one day to really think about your time. Pregnancy. Pregnancy is a really great experience. And there can be this amazing feeling of pride. Parenthood. It's about balancing the now with the future while teaching the right habits and hoping that your kids grow up to be great. This is the Parenting Podcast, powered by Podcast Network Asia. Brought to you by Wyeth Nutrition. Hi, Bianca. Oh my gosh. Thanks so much for this introduction. (laughs) (laughs) I see that I'm not worthy. Seriously, it's Jelly who's like the super mom host everything. All in one. I really, I believe it's her it. that I, I have it. to like, really run after. I know she's the one who jumps from one event to the other. So, thanks so much for having me, guys. You're more than welcome. Thank you thanks for joining for, us. Uh, yeah, thanks for being here. Thanks for gracing us with that beautiful smile. You know what? Before JC and I start asking you the questions that are pertinent to our podcast, I just wanted to know how are you doing amidst this pandemic? How's the fam? 
We're good. We're pretty good. Um, yeah, the fam's good. Blessed that we are all good and safe at home. I think that's the one thing that um, I really just want to look at in spite of everything that's happening. Because, you know, I've been, I've been vocal. Like, I would have my days where I feel scared, you know, anxious. What's going to be happening? What's yet to come? You know, 2020 has been like, you know, crazy, action-packed and all. And I don't know if it's going to, you know, chill out soon. But I really am just very blessed to have my family safe and at home with me. And also my dad and my brother in their homes. But yeah, we're, we're, we're good. We're, we're enjoying every moment spent together. So we're good. <laughs> That's the way to do it. If you're going to be locked down with your family, yeah, you better, you better just make the most of it. Right, Jeff? You know what, from uh, Bianca's, uh, when we were chatting with her before we started, it sounds like she's trying, she's already figured out a way to look at everything very positively. You know, just to look at, as uh, Catriona would say, the silver lining in this uh, pandemic situation that we have. Okay, Bianca, we mentioned that you were a former uh, fashion editor for a magazine. We know you to be part of a great parent team barangay which is the baby barangay but before all this can you let us in on your life and your lifestyle pre-motherhood before you became a mama what was your life like oh wow um yeah like what you said pre-motherhood um i was actually i worked for abs even publishing for like more than 10 years i think i'm trying to remember but yeah it's um i was a fashion editor for for a magazine there, for Chalk Magazine. So it's a college magazine. So that was my pre-mommy days where um, since it's fashion and, um, you know, all about shoots, I would go out. I mean, I, I totally enjoyed my work life. Um, I could say that, um, aside, sorry, aside from being an editor, I was also styling already. I would freelance mm-hmm. style. So I would style um, some certain shows. I would style um, celebrities and also campaign shoots. So it was like if I wasn't working hard or staying out because of work for the wee hours, it's because I attend events. It was a fast-paced life. I, I, I could say that I enjoyed it very much because um, being part of this industry, this fashion industry, you know, it's, it's, it's so, it feels, it's, it's really good. I mean, it's, it's a creative mm-hmm. field, diba? So you always work yeah. with these talents. You're around wonderful people with great energy. So it's up. You're, you're constantly making something really nice and you're being productive and all. So that kept me really, really alive. And, you know, it pushed me. It pushed me to be... You were in your element. Um, I think, yeah, I would want to say yes. Definitely, that was that was like one of like my favorite parts, my highlights of my career. But when you when you settled down, right? When you settled down and said, "Hey, you know, it's time for me to have a family. I want to have a family." Did you think you were gonna give any of that up? Were you were, was that ever in on your mind that you know these these events, the lifestyle right. that I have now, I might have to give that up to have a family? Right. Did you ever think of that? To be honest, you know, I tried to make it work. I stayed on with my um, my my magazine. When I, I stayed on as an editor for, I think, a year more, a year and a half more. And since I live in the South, and ABS is all the way in Quezon City, traversing EDSA, you know, the deal. I think that was the, 
that was the major problem, the major obstacle. That's why I think it didn't happen. And aside mm-hmm. from, you know, making the conscious choice to be near my kid, I it was also because I had no helper. Like, it was so hard to find the yaya. First time being a mom, and I had no mom. My mom passed away earlier on, so she never. I never got the chance to, you know, have the fun that I can be with my kid with her, or you know, and then try to get my life back, or get, try to get half of like, you know, that type that life back with this new one. Parang it it was it it got a little complicated in that sense. So I realized that. Mixing it might be a little harder than I thought it would be because I actually struggled. Because I remember like bringing my daughter to a cover shoot, and I was breastfeeding. I, I, oh, I yeah. had those. I had those. Um, I had those episodes where like college friends. But I said it was a chalk. It was chalk magazine. So yeah, our student. Uh, the people that we were featuring were younger ones. Like, the people who would go out and party and here's this mom, new mom with the baby or, or or with the pump. You know, they know it already when they start hearing the cow, the cow sound, you know. They yes, know that yes, yes. is pumping somewhere. So parang, it was also new for everyone, you know. Like all of a sudden there's a mom in the corner pumping before we say, Okay, game, start that, let's shoot that. So it was fun. When was this I like think, six, seven years ago? Seven, seven years ago. Years. Seven years seven, ago. Six, yeah. Mm. So, and I think the time there weren't like there was there weren't so much of me. Like there were no moms yet in that in yeah. my field then. Yeah. So I was the only one being that mom. So I kind of felt that you know maybe it was time to also figure out and recalibrate my life, and that's why I decided to freelance after I painfully said goodbye to that life, to my publishing career, which I really loved. Um, I really, until now, I look back at it and it really gives, puts a smile into my face. But also, I think it was a conscious decision because I had to be the mom. I had, well, of course, I'm the mom, but I had to, I had to imbibe it. I had to fully embrace this role for all of us. And I feel that I, it was, it was the right time as well because, I think that was, I was also graduating in the sense from that partying lifestyle or that college lifestyle, that work life mm-hmm. type of thing. So yeah, it was, it was good. I miss it though, but I think I'm happy where I am. I really, I like how it turned out. And yeah, I have a little fashionista naman with me, so I style her all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so you basically just had to... Uh close that chapter and then open up a, a new one but you know i have to give you kudos for breastfeeding while at work and pumping seven years ago because back then jc that yeah. was not yet yeah. the norm Times unlike now changed. yeah mm-hmm. unlike now it's welcome it's actually expected of you and it's encouraged that you still pump while you're at work you be a breastfeeding mom just bring your baby everywhere but yeah. seven years ago that was not the case so i have to give be you honest, props yes. bianca I was and, actually looking at the bags now, the, you know, the mom spring to, to work. It's so nice. Mine was a cooler. Like, they know that, okay, that's, that's full of milk. Parang it's so obvious. But now they have, like, really good bags. 
quiet pump. They're fashion. Yeah. They're fashion. <laughs> ano, designer. Designer milk bags. Wow. To, the, to the new moms listening in, it's it's really different now. I, I got that sense also when, when you were telling your story, Bianca, that, you know, the difficulties that you were talking about might have been due mostly just to other people and to society at large. But, you know, here we are. Times have changed. You've adapted wonderfully. Oh, and <laughs> one of the big one of the big changes for everyone, I mean, even before before this pandemic hit, is the the power of digital technology. And for freelancers like ourselves, like you, like like me and Jelly, this has really opened up a lot of opportunities for work. But Absolutely. at the same time, yeah, it's kind of a Pandora's box, isn't it, for parents? It's kept us going <laughs> during this pandemic. It's kept us sane. It's kept us sane, but it also presents a lot of challenges for, for parents, a lot of things to consider. How has all of this technology impacted you parenting first your, your firstborn and now your, your second who's in kindergarten? Right. You know, I think because I grew up with not having gadgets before and mm-hmm. learning how to love it, learning how to, you know, para make it my career, parang I get to balance. <laughs> yes, exactly. I, I get to balance how it is also as, you know, how to parent with gadgets in this time. Diba? So, mm. like now, um, who would have ever thought that phones or gadgets would be needed in school today. Before the vibe, yep. teachers would be telling us, you have to keep your phones at home, you can't bring it. Mm. But now, wow, the requirement is you need an iPad for school. One you is need a one, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, parang, I think what's good here is that um, it's growing with us as parents as well. And I love that. Just an example, like when this whole thing happened, when this whole pandemic happened, I'd be honest, it would have would have been harder to explain it to my seven-year-old and my five-year-old what what this what this thing is what what's happening to the world right now above so that's what i love about um technology in this day and age of parenting Para it becomes mm. a good tool or like a support where you can make sure that your kids get to realize or you communicate what's what they need to know at this point but at the same time mm. you know um I really just actually realized that with everything happening with the development of you know, with gadgets, about with technology that being very fast, our kids tend to learn, tend to learn quick also. And mm-hmm. I don't know, ah, parang if they stay on the gadget for a long time, parang you see that they also get finished right away. They get short, okay. parang. Mm-hmm. They get to adapt right away to what's happening. And mm-hmm. I feel that it takes a toll also and they might get anxious in a way that okay. um there's a dependence I, also. Yes, on actually. Mm-hmm. I feel that we need to make sure to remind them that to stay off it for a while and teach mindfulness. Okay. They rely on it right away because everything is clicked. All the answers that they need is just in the click of a finger and that's it, the right? So I feel that we need, like for me at home, we still have our rules. And um, mm. I'm lucky that they still follow it. 
hindi pa sila nagrebelde at this point. <laughs> oh, at that age, pa de pa. <laughs> we're, 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 that's what my husband and I keep saying. Uh, imagine if we're stuck already with teenagers who wants to, you know, oh, yeah. who's like urging yeah. to go out because they miss their friends and all. I still feel that we're lucky that, you know, they still, they still realize that mom and dad's rules are still, should be still followed and all. Yeah. Now that you're still imposing sort of a limit on their gadget use and time in front of technology, um, are you having problems with your children in terms of putting a stop? Because it's necessary for their school. What if they just right, want right. to stay on it? Are you having any problems just getting them off of the gadgets? Um, actually, to be honest, uh my kids weren't on gadgets before this whole pandemic happened. Um, mm. They would only be able to use it on weekends. And um, I was actually quite proud of it because I did it without my husband knowing that I really tapered the gadget use for my kids. Yeah. And they really followed quickly. But then when this whole thing happened, you know, everyone eased in. But like how I think people would say when the whole ECQ started, they started eating junk. <laughs> everyone just... Yes! Give We're on our second wave right of here. eating junk. We had a first wave of junk and then we got healthy. Now we're on our second wave. Oh, wait. Sorry, Jace. There was a phase that you got healthy? Because I'm just... still on my first wave and I keep going. Oh, the second wave is worse, honey. <laughs> exactly, oh, no. Exactly. So, <laughs> but that's what everyone feels like. So even us, the bell, we kind of, we loosened up in that sense and allowed them to use it. Yeah. But then... Again, here, like what you said, we are on the second phase, third or fourth phase already of this whole setup. I realized that, you know, parang we needed a break again. We needed to cut it, especially as we enter the school year where, in mm-hmm. yeah, like imagine they'll be in, the, in front of the computers or their iPads for like hours every day. Mm-hmm. So I kind of decided to put it back again. Um, Make it, yeah, make it like parang during the weekends. Now. So my daughter right now is actually on her iPad. And we have okay. a rule. It's a full charge rule. So you can use your iPad until the, the whole, the iPad, the, the battery life just, you know, gets drained already. And that's it. For oh, the so no charging. Okay. No charging. It's just one, it's one full cycle. That's what we call it. So she's allowed every time because um, we were trying to put some, some schedule already because we're getting ready for the school year. So that's, that's what's been happening. My son, though, he's five years old and um, he follows the ate. He's like, I want to be where ate is. I want to talk to my ate's friends. He's yeah. just, he's just there. He's, he's around. He's, he's a more, he's the more sociable one. So I feel that he loves being on the iPad or on the gadgets more. He loves Roblox because they get to hear the classmates. So sometimes he's the one who has more of like the, the, the problem when we try to pull back already the phone or the gadget on him. So follows. I'm still lucky. But I, I'm curious. When you do get the kids off of the gadget, how do you do you bond as a family? And if that's the case, what do you end up doing? Because you can't get them off the gadget and not replace it with anything, right? So how do, how do you actually bond as a family? That's such a, actually a good question. Because I really have been figuring this whole thing out, you know. I realized in this, you know, when this whole thing happened that 
in our village, I think we are the noisiest house here in this in our, in our inner place. And all because I think I realized because my kids are not on the iPad, not on gadgets. Kasi. So I allow them to play. They play. I just, they're playing. I think I'm very lucky. I'm very blessed that, you know, my kids are very close. Um, they're like mm. they're best friends. The moment we get their gadgets off, wow, it's like war zone na here. I mean, it's good. I mean, oh. it's noisy, but <laughs> it's I was a like, fun noise. Exactly. I wouldn't trade it. And I think my, my neighbors naman would, would actually, you know, be thankful that there's still kids in the area, like just yeah. shouting and making this like a big war zone. But yeah, I just allow them to be kids um, play here. Like I told you earlier, our home can be converted now into a dance studio because my daughter loves to dance. So if it's dancing, well, we just, you know, crack up the volume. We dance the daddy dances with Liana. You know what I mean? So it's it's more of that. And my son, he has this, it's that energy still of a little boy that he feels he's like a, a ninja, mm-hmm. action star or whatever. So it's like literally... Every anything goes here. Uh, it's like an obstacle. The floor is lava. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. I know that. My daughter yeah. does that. The floor is lava. She you just know jumps what, around. Tracy? Yeah. I just came across that show earlier because I was browsing through what shows I can watch while doing the dishes and cooking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, you know, the creator of that show, I wouldn't be surprised if they got the idea from kids. Oh, for sure. Because kids have been doing that for ages, right. pretending that, you know, the floor is lava. Wait, has your daughter learned how to shuffle through TikTok? No. <laughs> no, yeah, no, sorry. Because actually, yeah. I have to give it to my daughter because of her checking out TikTok for a couple of weeks. Ngayon, buti na lang, she doesn't check it anymore. But there was right. a time that she loved to watch TikTok. Because of that, now she really acts out parts of the song. Right. She's shuffling. Every every time she hears music, her dance mm-hmm. move talaga is to shuffle. Right. So she's been right. doing that a lot. And that's all thanks to TikTok. I should tell Yana how to shuffle. She knows to do the whoa. The, the like that. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get my daughter on TikTok. She's she's still a bit uncoordinated. The TikTok might help. My daughter yeah, has learned lyrics to songs. Oh, even right, like the, right, the right. movement when you know when they're Basta, you yes, act out exactly. all the the lyrics of the song and she does right. that. I'm, okay, she got that from TikTok. Funny, funny enough, you know that's why um, I was telling, I was sharing to you guys that this my the certain part of the house can be a dance studio is that. There actually was a dance group that offered TikTok classes, and that's what my daughter got for summer. It was oh, all like TikTok songs. So, wow! I mean, she really loved it. So, parang she oh, would I learn. want that it, for it's me. Pretty nice, pretty nice. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the funny thing, Raul, my husband learned because of this, because of that, um, the dance class. So. That's why I think that's what got them busy this summer, the dancing, and it's because it's TikTok. That's why she loved it. It's good. And I, you know, I really am amazed with how these TikTokers do it because it's, it's coordination, it's editing skills, it's everything into one. They're amazing. The kids are really amazing now. And again, um, the benefits of technology, it's like, it's so easy for them to, to just edit stuff. I, I recently did a, a TikTok-inspired post on my Instagram. And I was telling everyone, it felt like my week's workout. 
It was like jumping. I had to jump. It was a transitional like styling video. Now we had to keep jumping, and you had to. Be oh, I think I know. The, I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, it's like hard. It's changing hard. Changing your outfit. Yeah, and you know, I had oh, yeah. to look to YouTube to do these tutorials, and the ones teaching your kids, and they're really good. So. <laughs> This is what the this is the perks of technology, (laughs) and it's free exactly. It's free, okay. That's the best part. Yeah, so actually, there um, when they're off the gadgets, I just let them play. Um, Teacher mom tries to come in. I prepare worksheets, and um, but the teacher mom is like one one hour in a day. I'm not gonna pretend that I can sit down and like put them. And we put a classroom setup. Now it's like really just one hour. I'm happy if they get to finish five worksheets. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you know mm-hmm. we just Got put you. in a little bit of work. Just practice how to write well. It's the handwriting that I really want to learn for my son. Because he keeps complaining, why is our last name so long? So I'm like, <laughs> okay, babe. <laughs> <laughs> you have a long way to go, but let's keep going. So at least it's that. Um, I still try to put a little bit of semblance of a little bit of schooling just so they don't forget that you know we're going back to school in the next month that yeah. and yeah I just allow our house to be like one big obstacle course seriously so I just let our kids be kids and yeah I pretty much realize that we may be the noisiest house in the block <laughs> But I feel that at least I know that my kids are happy and thriving and I may not have my voice because I keep telling them not to do that, to keep clean and whatever and all. But it's good. I think it's also forming our relationship and getting to know each other and our strengths also Mm -hmm. and teaching them responsibilities as well because I tell them to pack away after and they do not, thankfully. (laughs) <laughs> what have you learned? Yeah. What have you discovered about them now now that you guys are all stuck together? So you you mentioned something about um learning about each other, growing closer. What's what's one right. solid thing that you've learned about your kids after being teacher mom for more than 3 right. months now? That you know it's very important to have their time with with whoever, their mom or their dad. Um I realized that um because my husband, uh, well, yeah, he he works. No, he's compared to my 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 just my setup, my my work setup. I'm more with them, and my husband goes to the office every day, nine to five, the whole setup. But because of this quarantine, this pandemic, um, he's more at home, and I've seen my kids farm blossom. The, you know, the relationship with their dad blossom more. That he stepped. She just steps out to the grocery, like for an hour and all. They keep going to mom, asking now where he is. I miss dad. I am wow. I mean, the bond is stronger now. Yeah. And I feel that before it used to be all mom, right? Like, if they cry, it's mom. If they're mad, it's mom. If whatever, if they need something, it's all mom. Now it's with it's parent equal. The, the attention mm. and the need, the want. And uh, the love is equal, and I love that's what I love about it. Because I thought with them, it, it would be hard because of the setup, the bug, because my husband is at work, and mm-hmm. then I'm hands on, I have no yaya, they're with me most of the time. 
I've seen my son really get more closer to him. And in fact, that every afternoon, they play football at the back. I mean, it's not big, but they kick the ball and, you know, they, they have their bonding moments. And with Diana, realizing that my dad isn't just my king, my prince, but he's also my TikTok dance partner. You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> it's, yeah. It's that. It's, it's parang, I, I, that's what I realize about them that, you know, they, all you need is the time and the effort to get to know them and your kids will just also, you know, parang reciprocate the love and the attention that you give. Open up. Yeah. Yes. Somehow this uh, pandemic situation has made it happen for all of you has made it conducive for this bonding to happen Bianca we're not gonna let you go without tapping into your fashion sense and your tips we kind of need that especially now with this whole COVID situation situation. yes of all the mommies most of the mommies rather are just stuck at home what is your advice for for the mommies to still be able to be fashionable or still be stylish despite just being at home? Wear something that's gonna motivate you to do well in the day. And I think that's gonna that's gonna start your day right. Like for me, when I wake up I, I freshen up and all I wear my outfit and my workout my workout clothes already. So that I know the next thing that I will do after setting the kids for breakfast and their and their classes is that I'm going to get on the bike or I'm going to get on the mat for my yoga. And that's it. And um, I feel that by giving myself an hour to my, you know, an hour to myself, it's, it's like starting my day right. And mm-hmm. it's yeah. taking care of yourself also. The parents, as moms, as parents, we don't do that. We actually... Don't focus on ourselves first. It's usually True. the last day. It's the last and the yeah. least. But if you start your day right this way, I think it sets the tone. And you know, like a friend told me that if your kids see this in you, they'll also do that for themselves. So it's also uplifting and putting a good example to your kids that you're focusing on yourself and you're taking care of yourself as well. I've got a practical, practical question for now. Mm-hmm. Like the whole mall experience of going to right. a store, trying something out, looking nice in the mirror, right. that kind of thing. We're deprived of that right now. Mm-hmm. So what, what are the tricks to effectively shopping and buying stuff online? What are the hacks you know, from a stylist right. point of view? How do we shop well? You know what I think is still a good rule of thumb in terms of shopping online is that um, I always tell this though, I always share this to moms actually anyone is number one figure out your personal style um, I think it takes a while eh? like for me I would be honest in, tell, in telling you guys that it took a while for me to figure out what I really feel my style is I can't really box it in the same way and I can't call it this is my type or this is how I dress but um it's the same as figuring out who you are. You work on your personal style. And from choosing online, I think if you know what you know what works for you already, it's easier to edit already from like a sea of I don't know, shirts online. You know what I mean? So um, if you feel that um, this is your color, 
you can work on that. So parang you get to know yourself a bit more. It's like working working inwards rin eh. You get to know yourself. Number two is also figuring out your body type. This is very hard actually for most um, moms. Kasi moms, diba, they're like, ayoko, or antabako, I don't want, I, parang, you know, the, the, the rule of thumb here is the more that you get to know your body shape, your body type, it's easier to dress up and it's accentuating and, you know, um, focusing on what needs, uh, what, what's good in your body. So it's hiding, it's concealing the problem areas, it's focusing on the, on the right stuff. So it's easier to buy at the light. And I do believe, especially with online sites, they're very, like, um, the bigger ones, no? They have those categories already that's easily, you know, the filtered ones that you can choose based on your, your body type. But I think that's my my rule no, as a stylist. Um, get to know your personal style and your body type. And I think that's that alone, if you do those two assignments of yours, it's going to be easy for you to choose already and pin down your your person, your style, your your shopping for the day, or you know, in in getting your in getting an outfit, it it should be it should be like picking you know two pieces already in a in a rack, and you know it's that and that's that's meant for you, something like that. I have a new, I have a follow up question. Is there a new new rule for power dressing on on Zoom? You know, like everyone's <laughs> on video chat. That's the new work reality for a lot of people. Oh. You present yourself from the waist up. And right. you know you you got varying degrees of lighting things like that. From your experience, right. is there anything? Is, is there any new rule that people have to know now dressing up for online conferences? Um, I for me, I think um, what I do believe that apparently they didn't really put pressure on dressing up right now. But mm. if you're, I don't know, if you're for your personal gains, Try to be presentable for him. I mean, show up, diba? When you when you go for work, I think it's still nice to still put on a good shirt, crisp shirt. Mm-hmm. Make sure you're make sure that when you go on video, <laughs> you're wearing something at least, you know. <laughs> and no, actually, parang I think the rule of thumb now, since I've seen a waist up, na just make sure you're presentable. Have like makeup for women who's in corporate, especially if you have meetings with the bosses or if you're mm-hmm. presenting, if you have a pitch, you know, if it's something that requires you to, you know, dress up a bit, dress up a bit naman. I mean, it's good also that you start your day preparing as if you're going to work, you know, mm-hmm. and since yes. we're already here in this new normal, might as well inject some of that and, you know, em- embrace it, right? And even if you're at home, I still feel that, you know, it's nice to just put on a cute shirt, right? And right now you're wearing slippers <laughs> in, the, <laughs> in the bottom part. At least it's, it still uplifts you. And like what you said, it it helps it. Parang it boosts your, it does something to you when you're dressed up. Your when you see yeah. yourself, mm. yeah, when you see yourself on screen and you look good, I mean, you look presentable, I think it's 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 part of it. It helps you set your day, and you know, hopefully influence your 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 um, coworkers too. I'll just share because um, I did one interview with um, 
a mental health professional and we were we were asking about the work from home situation and her advice which i followed right after the interview was that like you said dress yourself up like you are headed to work and it's and when you're headed to work it's not just the top half that goes to work it's all of you so she said put on the pants even put on the shoes Right, and right. I did wow. that for like all of my event hostings, the virtual events. I started doing that. I would put on the shoes. If I needed to put on socks, I would. And I even sprayed on some perfume. And right. it really makes a lot of difference. Yeah. Not right, only right. did I feel like I am actually hosting a real live event. That's how it felt because you're dressed mm -hmm. up for it. Mm -hmm. You know, I was wearing my heels even if I was literally just seated the whole time. Right. Oh, this wow. is like probably this is the one time that I loved wearing heels because I just see that. <laughs> but it, there's something very uplifting about it. You know, it gives right. you a semblance of the the old work that we used exactly. to have. So for for the others out there, I highly recommend put on the whole thing, not yeah. just the top half. Put on the right, pants, right, right. the skirt, the shoes. Like, you know, in my case, I sprayed on some perfume and I'm like, oh my gosh, I can actually smell like this. <laughs> you know, and actually, like a lot of people have been saying that they don't know the feeling of wearing pants anymore. Sometimes, like what yep. you just said, you'll never know. It's going to boost your, your day. Right? Like, it felt so good. Right? So I think it's, uh, it's good to once in a while revisit your closet. Make them feel that you know you're you miss them too. I mean your clothes miss. That you. they still so spark joy. Give them some love. Yes, they do exactly. Like you know, especially with what ha with what happened. Up, a lot of people have been realizing that, you know, sometimes we have so many material stuff that's not really, uh, you know, it's been there, and we realize what's more important than all. Sometimes I think our clothes, you know, brought us to a lot of things. Brought us to good presentations, happy get-togethers and all. Sometimes, just like Marie Kondo says, they spark joy. Wear it, right? Wear it mm -hmm. for your normal, your usual work-from-home um, situations. And I think it's going to help boost, you know, your, your day and your energy. So, yeah. So the new power dressing is still the old power dressing, but this time <laughs> you're, oh, yeah. you're doing it mostly for yourself. Huh? You're doing it for <laughs> yes, number one. I think it's more for ourselves. Yeah, it's nice. It's so nice. And what I love is, you know, especially if we can, if we have the, the, the means to, to buy and shop, I would totally just suggest to support local to check out yeah. online shops that are like all local because you know that's all you know that's that's the thing that we can do right now help each other out so i really love this supporting small businesses trends. oh a lot i have so much um where do i start <laughs> but there's a lot <laughs> that's gonna like take top three, top categories three. i can i can tell you um well um Top three that Which you've ones? you've um, top three online you've splurged on. You've splurged <laughs> oh, on okay. I really wise. love for moms, not even moms, like even working girls. I would suggest uniform. You can check them out. Yes. It's uniform. Yes, amazing pieces that very effortless. I really love the whole feel of it, and I think anyone can wear it. Anyone can feel good in it. That's number one. Number two, who else do we want to? Hey Joe for accessories. I was especially gonna now. say. I was just gonna say. Especially, yeah, especially <laughs> this is all that we have to like work on at this point. So it's all accessories. Hey Joe has the best accessories for. Let's work for very unique. Also. 
That's true. And very unique. So I really love that. And maybe for kids, if you want to throw in, you know, because Shepre, our kids have been eating at home. They've been growing. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to come out new people. My kids have been going to the fridge every minute. So, you know, if you want to update their outfits or their shirts, there's so much to check. There's Little Luli. I love Little Luli. Shop Laya for, for your little girls. And there's a lot. We can talk about it. If you guys want, just message me online. I can point you to the right oh, direction. Awesome. awesome. And we can awesome. shop. <laughs> All right. But yeah, you, it's really You supportive. brought it up. You've already brought it up, and earlier you said you still have uh, your, you still get to style somehow because you style Liana. What are your tips for styling the kids this time around? Oh, wow. Um, for me, I think the most practical is to always buy a size up. Never buy, yeah. um, never buy your, the same size of your kids. Always have a, you know, a little wiggle room for them, actually, like. Mm-hmm. Don't mind if you get one one age higher, eh? but it's usually per. I don't, I don't mind. Like the more, yeah, exactly. Because yeah. it's the kids grow up so fast. You'll never, yes. you, you won't realize that it's gonna look like a baby tea already in a month. So always size up. That's number one for me. Number two, since they're mostly at home, make sure that they're going. You're going for comfort. Make sure it's all cottony and comfortable. I really love those little boy shirts. That's really just, you know, it flows really well. I love ginger snaps. They're really, those shirts for kids are really good. And very, very, you know, at par already with the international brands. That's what I love. And number three, just allow the kids to dress what they want. That's for me, (laughs) my, my, my most important styling trick for my, you know, tip for all the moms. Let your kids do their styling. You know, I'm just lucky that Liana allows me to style her. But whenever she wants something, I will let her because it's also allowing them to express themselves. It's telling them that, you know, babe, this is your creativity. This is your jam. So it's also supporting it. So that's that's where the creative process comes in. So yeah, I have a co-stylist. It's Liana. <laughs> you know, Bianca, for me, that's going to be a problem because as it is, I'm not even styling her. Juliana changes outfits five, six times a day. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. You have a fashion show Yeah, there. it depends. It depends on the character that she is at the moment, whatever oh it is gosh. that she's playing with. She'll, right. She changes Adorable. five, six times a day. Comfort is not an issue. <laughs> like, um, I'm about to post... The other day, she was dressed like she's going to Coachella with her fur <laughs> fur boots, boho, super tiny boho. shorts. Oh she had a hat on. I'm like, oh. <laughs> adorable. That's actually the best times, no? You have you okay, have the sana. Kung hindi problema ang laundry, but who does the laundry? But the mother. So I'm like, no, no, no. You yep, wore yep. you wore that just once. You're repeating you that. You hang that up and use it again. Actually, tell her you need to wear it for three hours, three hours minimum, <laughs> and then the next layout ka naman. My daughter is a lot like that. Or like Juliana and Hope have a lot in common. Now the thing is, my daughter has a bunch of of clothes and even shoes that were given to her and right. they were given to her with the intention of them being used, you know, like Over a year from now. Mm-hmm. And, and now we've been discovering stuff in the closet. Now, Oh no, you know, she's almost outgrown them. So now 
she's always dressed up at home. She's wearing shoes at home. <laughs> Pero, kasi sayang. Hindi ba sayang? <laughs> kasi she's, she's never worn them. So yeah, she's always using you. all right, of those right, things right, at right, home right. now. But when will you ever wear it? So might as well exactly. make it a party every day. Perfect. That's mm-hmm. true. No, that's another Seriously, thing. Seriously, I, I learned from her. I learned from her that why reserve your outfits for a special occasion? Right. And she would tell me that. Like, Mama, I want to wear it. So I don't need a party to wear this. Aww. So, oh my gosh, she is... <laughs> but she's totally right. No? Like, parang when you realize what's happening with, you know, with life right now, why reserve it? Why put all the good stuff in? Use your fine yep. plates. Eat it even if it's just what Theo and Ryan's, you know? Yep. Set it up. I don't know. Wear your wear your cute shirt, especially if it makes you feel good right now. It's just literally celebrating life. So it's the same with wearing what you want to wear. So even if it's just, you know, talking to your boss, wear your favorite shirt, the That shirt you wore that made you happy and put on red lipstick, I think, or but not too red because it's corporate still. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? You want to have uh, striking lips for the clients. Um, you know, we'll depart a little bit from fashion and styling. Let's go back to digital or parenting in the digital age. What are your tips or advice for parents who are still anti technology and who really do not want to embrace technology because right. they've enjoyed they remember, they recall that life that had no yeah. gadgets and they still want to hold on to that. What's your advice for them? Um, for me, I think, um, I, I, you know, I have so much respect for those who can really just, you know, put it down, hold down the fort and keep it. Like, as much as possible, if I can do that and like really impose a no gadgets rule in this house, I'd be so amazed with myself. So for those parents who can mm. do it, I have so much respect for you guys. But I think, you know, a good way to look at it is, you know, science of the times. It's changing. I mean, mm. we have to realize that even in school, eventually they will be needing these gadgets. And it's, mm. we also don't want our kids to be left behind, you know, with yeah. that. Because, you know, their classmates' peers will be really eventually be holding this schools will be requiring it. So I think it's True. also slowly, like you as a parent, try to um, accept that there is this change that's coming and that we should slowly embrace it. And yeah. the best way, I guess, instead of parent going head on is to try to understand why and mm-hmm. try to see the benefits of technology and the gadget use and how it actually can, you know, help communicate with your kids also or how it can teach your kids. So I think it's Mm. making sure that you flawlessly transition into it. Even if it's, you know, parang iffy pa now, maybe, yeah, try to see the good side of it. And, Mm. you know, it's a good way to to figure it all out. Hi, Mama. Oh, there! Making an appearance. Finally, Roblox. Is that Roblox? Say hi. Hi. Same age. Same age as Juliana. He's my five-year-old. And Roblox is like. Speaking of Roblox, here is one on it. Yeah, there's a little boys on it. Oh, you know what I just realized. 
Yeah, you're you're being mom teacher yeah. mom to a to a grade one student and a and kindergarten, kindergarten student. I mean, grade one, grade to, two, na si Liana, two, diba? Liana's grade two. Grade two. Oh, grade yeah. two. So you, you kind of have two. to do. Parang you have, you need separate curricula yeah. for for them, and you need to have a different game plan for for and both of them. And a teacher persona, I think I don't know. And different persona. <laughs> How do you juggle that? I have no idea, to be honest. Like, <laughs> I was actually very, uh, very honest about this. You know, when the whole, um, when the whole news, when I think this broke down, uh, the whole setup for school, which was, they had the option to be online, to go online distance learning, or to homeschool. I really freaked mm. out. I I got very anxious for a week because I didn't know how, you know, how to figure this all out. Um, yeah. I have two kids, like what you said, the kinder and grade two. They're not literally the type who's gonna sit down for hours there and yeah. Can you see him? Oh, now I see mm-hmm. the spinning bike. Yeah, spinning class exactly. starts now. And and do you see my little boy going around and ano? Can you go down? Oh, anyway, it's like parang I had to I had to reassess how I am as a parent. Like if I'm equipped. To handle a kinder student and a grade two student and yeah. switch off in like five minutes and become their mom because you know mm. at least because in school when they used to go to school there's that teacher in front of them that's not mom and we all know yeah. that when they're in school or in the classroom they follow more they obey more yeah so it's different it's a different person but now mm-hmm. i think that's really the pressure is on the parents because they're at home we have to supervise and make sure that aside from our homes being conducive for study, it's also mm. that we're, we're mentally and spiritually and physically equipped for this. So yes. I really pray really hard. And I, you know, I'm very confident, I think, especially with, with our schools that we're in, that, you know, they know what, they know what they're doing and they're going to do their best to help us make this easier. Yeah. So let's see. I, I really just am putting so much um, confidence in the school that you know they know that they can help us as much as mm-hmm. we did. I'm also citing myself that this is going to be a different year, a different school year. So let's see. Let's see how this will go. <laughs> and let's all just pray for each other. I think as parents, and we're all absolutely. gonna find out together. We're right, all right, gonna find exactly. out together. <laughs> And if we're unable to handle things, we can always get in touch with our uh, the other parent teams to help us out and figure things right. out. But exactly, because we're not alone in this. We're all on the same boat. Speaking of which, all three of us are actually on the same boat because our kids are more or less the same age group. Yeah, right. I'm gonna be you in five. maybe three years. Yeah, yeah. You know, actually, that's another thing that you know that's very special about this day and age of technology that it's easier to have parent friends or like a support system because you know they're one call they're one message they're one viber chat group you know whatsapp group away so i think that really helped a lot like going back to when diana was a newborn i remember it wasn't as you know it wasn't as readily available before i would i didn't have like the group yet you know, to talk to. And like that, I also didn't have my mom. So it was just like, imagine you were breastfeeding in the dark, either crying mm-hmm. or not. Now, 
just message anyone from your group if someone's awake there's for sure a mom yeah. that's awake so you're not you're <laughs> never alone so watching floy or <laughs> yeah uh-huh, uh-huh. about to sleep lang. <laughs> <laughs> on their last yeah, episode so... right <laughs> promise last na <laughs> pagbigyan mo na jc <laughs> so net net is it uh, in this struggle, in the struggle of raising our kids, is technology kakampe or kalaban? Is it our ally or is it against us? I would say it's both, to be honest. Um, uh, it's so hard. Eh? I know I need it. I, to be honest, let's be practical. We really need it. Like Especially now, if my son isn't on the phone, I don't think I'll be able to talk to you guys. He's you on you. I'm probably a jungle gym right now. Like, you know, asking, he's asked, probably asking me to get something from the fridge or you know what I mean. So it's that. Um, but same time, I feel it's also an enemy because the, the resources there. It's like really just everything is there. And sometimes we can't control these things. And that's my fear that they would get get sucked into it so fast more than their age or more than how old they are that it might be too much for them and um, how do you control that so when they're online because it's like a new it's a new ball game it's hard to control mm-hmm. it and you know we'll never know who they're talking to so and the information there is we, we still have to fact check the bus so it's it's still an added pressure for parents. So I feel that it can be dangerous. That's why it can also be an enemy. And I totally understand parents also who strong parents who strongly feel that, you know, the gadget is a no-no. And um, yeah. that's why if I can really just find the balance, you know, to do this and say that I, I can live without the gadgets, I would be really happy. But it's, it's real talk. I mean... I would, I'm yeah. that type of parent who will just say that, you know, the gadgets are here. It's it's good. It's bad. They're here to stay, up, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's just up to us. It's up to us, I think. It's up to us how yeah. to, we can control it, how we can manage it, and, you know, make it work for our families. Yeah. Thank you awesome, so awesome, much. Awesome. You know, and as much as we'd love to keep you and just chat with you, I have a feeling <laughs> the little boy is making himself visible. So you would know that, okay, mama, we've given yeah, you enough this time. Is, this is time's <laughs> up for you. That the, oh, the battery's about the to battery's run out. The battery's going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thank, thank you so you. much. Thank you oh so gosh, much. Thanks, Bianca. guys. It's been so fun. I really, I, you know, sometimes we're, we're cooked up at home talking to our kids that sometimes. This feels refreshing to be talking to <laughs> parents it is, right? like you guys. We I mean, you. <laughs> it's it's good. I mean, this breaks. It helps break the system. Also, it mm-hmm. makes you realize that you know it's nice to talk to parents. It's nice to take a break, yeah. even if you, you know work is just right there in the back, a few <laughs> meters away. But you know, it's good. It's very refreshing, and you know, this this platform of yours really helps parents. I checked it out. Thank and you. You know, it's amazing that I really love the topics. So, congratulations, thank guys. And super thank you for having me. Thank, thank you. Thank you, Bianca. Thanks it's, for the kind words. Yeah, it's, it's always good to know that we're not alone. And, you know, for right. one thing, it's great to talk to somebody who has gone through a lot of the struggles that we're going through. Just a few years ahead of us, 
but you know, speaking with the benefit of hindsight. So thank you so much for for sharing Thanks, your experiences. Guys. And uh, we hope to do this again. Yes, please. I would really love to. I have all the time. <laughs> for now, for now. For now, for now. This is amazing. Right. Thanks, guys. It's really going to be helpful for parents. Most especially, like I said, you know, if they're breastfeeding and they just want to listen to a podcast, this is perfect. So, again, congratulations. Thank you so much for having me. And, yeah, um, good luck to all of us in the school year. And <laughs> We got this. We got yeah, this. Definitely. We got this. Thanks so much again, guys. <laughs> See ya, Bianca. Thank you. Appreciate your time. Bye. Bye-bye. Thanks. Bye, guys. Oh, wow. oh, what a great chat with Bianca Santiago Reynoso. I know. Really enjoy that. We just wanted to say thank you to all of you for once again catching this episode. We are already on episode 9. Woo-hoo! I can't believe it. And <laughs> so thank you happy. for all the support. Thank you to everybody who's been listening to the podcast. We hope you enjoyed this particular episode, of course, but all of the other episodes that came before. If you're hopping around from episode to episode, that's good too. You no need to follow it in uh, chronological order. But you know, we wouldn't have this podcast if it wasn't for Wyeth Nutrition. So thank you, Wyeth Nutrition Parent Team. And this is, of course, powered by Podcast Network Asia. An absolute pleasure being with you guys every single time. My name is Jelly Victor. Same here, same here. My name is JC Alelis. And please do subscribe, not just to the podcast, but give us a follow as well. We'd love to hear from you guys. Let us know if there are any topics that you want to cover, any guests that you want to have for the show. And uh, we look forward to having you for the next one, which is, of course, episode 10. We're going to let you know what that's all about very, very soon. So make sure you catch the next episode of the Parenting Podcast, Real Parents Facing Modern Problems Together. See you guys next time. We'll see you guys. Bye. Bye.